So this is always a poignant time in the retreat when the community that has practiced together in concert for so long now begins to separate. And you might have mixed feelings about that. It's very understandable to have a mixture of emotions. But it's said that the Brahma-viharas are an appropriate response to any situation. The capacity to meet a situation with either kindness, compassion, or joy, or equanimity. And so we teach these practices over these weeks to help us establish those qualities, flavors of the heart, so that they can become an authentic, wise response to the various situations that we might encounter, whether here on retreat, just within our own practice, um, the situations on the retreat, but certainly when we go back out into the world. But we have gone through the, the, the instructions for all of the Brahma-viharas by this point in the retreat. Ideally, we would take as much time as we needed with each one, with each category, but given the constraints of time, we go through a succession of them. But in these next two days, um, as we continue this afternoon session, it really is a time, as the Buddha would often say, to do as you see fit, to really explore what is in this time, in these days, the appropriate response for your heart and mind. And that might be a, there might be a different answer for each one of you. But what I thought I would offer today, so that's an option, is just to go uh, with the practice that feels most appropriate, where your heart kind of connects, what feels uh, alive for you. But what I thought I would offer today is just a, hopefully a simple guided meditation going through each of the Brahma-viharas in turn, but not encouraging any specificity in the practice through phrases or categories of beings, but really just tuning into the quality and radiating it as best you can. And it's actually a very traditional way of practicing with the Brahma-viharas. I think when I did one of the sessions, I brought in the chant sheet that um, they do at Abhayagiri where it talks, which is taken from the sutta, where it talks about, uh, so with a boundless heart radiating over the entire world, uh, the different Brahma-vihara qualities, likewise the second, likewise the third, going around the quarters above and below, uh, to all as to myself, uh, unbounded, exalted, immeasurable, So it's a sense of just radiating the quality of metta or compassion. So that's going to be what I'll guide us in today. And if that doesn't feel right to you, as I say, you can just stay with whatever practice most connects for you. But as you do this practice of, um, we could say, wordless Brahma-vihara, radiating or suffusing the Brahma-viharas, I'll be inviting you to get in touch with the essence of that quality for you. Whatever touched your heart as you did the practice these many weeks or some experience, perhaps a being comes up, 
comes to your heart, to your mind, that, that evokes that for you. But you don't have to have a being. If they're there, fine. It's really just can we rest in that quality and have that sense of pervading, of wishing well, of caring, of joy, whatever the quality is. So it's very gentle. But there is a practice there of staying centered and grounded in your connection to that particular quality of heart. As we've said again and again, you can't manufacture these particular qualities. So there's no on switch. It's not like you have to have a particular emotion. But we do learn through doing these practices that through inclining the heart and mind and bringing the, the heart, the mind back to a reflection or an inclination of a, towards a particular quality, it can grow. It grows naturally through that kind of nurturing attention. So it's just finding the balance there, trusting whatever's present, inclining the heart and mind, using a phrase or two if that's helpful, an image or two if that's helpful, but mainly resting, very simply resting in that quality as much as you can connect with it. And that sense of suffusing, of, of uh, sharing it broadly. So we'll begin, we'll go through them in order, beginning with loving-kindness or metta. And taking a moment to sit as comfortably as you can, using the breath to relax into the body, soften and allow. Feeling grounded in your sitting posture. just to reflect that this invitation to sit comfortably, to be at ease, is an expression of metta, of kindness, towards yourself, towards your body. Letting your attention rest in the center of the chest, the heart area, if that's helpful for you. Perhaps with the in and out of the breath. Just gently present for the aliveness of the body. And then inclining the mind and heart towards kindness. Perhaps touching into a time during practice or outside of practice where you really felt that quality strongly. Someone opened a door for you, or there was a connection with an animal or nature. Or during one of the sessions, you really felt the metta feeling for one of the categories of beings. However you tune in to just feeling kindness, acceptance, warmth. Trusting that feeling, not judging it or evaluating it as not enough or not right, but just simple kindness, acceptance, 
And then allowing that feeling to expand in all directions, and above and below. Just bathing your being and then the world with this attitude of kindness, of friendliness, of goodwill. And using a phrase or two, if that's helpful, may we all be happy. Or having one of your people who really evoked that feeling for you sit here with you, send the metta with you, or perhaps to you, whatever works. But mainly keeping it really simple. Can we just kind of abide in this feeling of kindness without judging it, measuring it, but allowing it, allowing the mind and heart to rest there, incline there. Perhaps it's with the in and out of the breath that you can feel it. So we stay grounded in the body. Perhaps it helps you to kind of go through the directions a little bit to feel some sense of connection in the practice. Whatever works for you, to let the metta feeling grow and be expressed.
And now, if you like, we can take the warmth of the metta feeling, but allow it to open to the suffering in the world, our suffering, others' suffering, this tenderness of compassion, the heart that responds to the suffering, but doesn't suffer itself. Compassion is not a suffering state. It's not pity. It doesn't hold itself separate. Just feeling this tenderness, softness, as we allow that reflection that there is suffering, that beings suffer. Again, using your breath to stay steady. If you find this practice too spacious, bring in some phrases or beings to help you connect. It's really just an exploration of this quality of heart. Just the feeling, the tenderness, the connection that comes from opening to compassion. And perhaps reflecting or bringing in some moment on the retreat where you really truly felt that sense of compassion. Perhaps it's from out in life, in the world. Reflecting on someone who really strongly has that quality. Whatever allows you to tune into this Brahma-vihara of compassion, karuna, a tenderness, an openness to the suffering, the softness of the heart. Compassion radiating over the entire world, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will, compassion.
And now taking this heart that cares, that connects, and turning it towards joy, happiness, delight, appreciation, or gratitude. Just as we can open to the suffering in the world, we can also connect with what's beautiful, what's going well, where there's really a sense of lightness and appreciation, abundance. And just whatever brings to your heart that particular quality, an image, a person, an animal, a memory, really letting yourself feel that sense of joy. Perhaps it brings a smile to your face. Perhaps there's some lightness in the felt sense. Again, using a phrase or two if that's helpful, an image or person if that's helpful. But mainly resting in the breath, radiating this sense of mudita, appreciative joy, gladness, gratitude. Over the entire world, without exception, including yourself, this experience of joy.
And lastly, the Brahmavihara of equanimity or upekka. The heart that can open to the joys and the sorrows is caring and connected, yet stays in balance, stays steady, isn't overwhelmed or pushing away experience. It's often a little coolness to equanimity, a stillness, as we find that centered place, a place of balance. But it's not a shutting down, closing off. So just inviting that sense of balance, of acceptance, that is equanimity. Again, whatever invokes for you that quality, perhaps a statue of the Buddha, or some experience you had where you really felt grounded in that stillness, calm of equanimity, staying steady with the breath or the body, using a phrase if that's helpful, Just recognizing what a powerful expression is that of equanimity, allowing us to meet every situation, every person with balance, openness, connection but wisdom. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.